0: Hello and welcome to Ibiology, the IBDP podcast that should not be your only source. Please also listen to Mr. Dunn in case you want to follow along. We're using the uh, Pff, Oxford IB study guide and the o- t- textbook. <laughs> and today we're talking about neurons and other stuff. That and, and hormones and homeostasis. Bitches. <laughs> Let's go. She has taken over the podcast. (laughs) Would you like to start explaining neurons and synapses? Okay, so there are neurons that fire and let you do shit. And there are hormones that exist and travel through your blood and they let you do stuff.
1: Okay, great. That was it. That was our one-minute episode. Good luck with your exams, guys. (laughs) Yeah, those that are in a week. It
2: wasn't even a minute. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's because right now is the outro. Also, uh, today we have another guest. Uh, what well, the same guest as the last
2: <laughs> You don't have the budget for other guests.
1: Well, <laughs> um, um, he's probably far away from the microphone, so you can't hear him anyways. And he's relatively
0: qualified. Yeah. He's sort of doing this at university, but only I, I, have.
2: I have done a course on this in university.
0: Anyway, actually... Not
2: the hormones. Well, actually, the hormones too. <laughs> right? Okay. Yeah, never mind. Well, anyway... I, I am qualified, but I will not... Shush- them.
1: So, <laughs> Fish. it's been one and a half minutes and we've got, uh, d- done nothing. This this has qualified as a stream by now. No. Nice. To you, uh, 25 streamers.
2: I don't give a shit.
1: Anyway. Oh, shut up. Neurons and synapses. That's actually, a, don't worry, we're not going to be this distracted the entire time. Neurons. <sighs> you hope. Neur- uh, so basically the idea is that neurons, uh, they just very simply, they're brain cells, and as Matilda had already said, they fire. Specifically, they transmit electrical impulses. Um, you, they basically they have a, a small cell body with a nucleus, but then they have the nerve fibers, which are very very long, um, and they uh, and they basically they take the impulse from this uh, cell body where the nucleus is, where they get um, the information to fire from the dendrites uh, down uh, a way to the motor end plates which for example might tell your muscles to move Mm
0: -hmm.
1: so then the axons are the very elongated nerve uh, fibers that transmit things the ax Mm -hmm. uh, so then the axon specifically is also has is often myelinated and the myelination means that there are schwann cells wrapped around it and that they are partially insulated so that the impulse can travel faster also
2: Mm. called the myelin sheath
1: yes um, in, and in between the uh, myelin sheath, uh, sheaths, uh, there are nodes of Ranvier. Where there's no... Myelination, yes. I oh, yeah. Okay, why so... Why do those exist?
2: So it jumps from the node to the next node.
1: Yeah, but we're, about to, we're going to but look why at... Why doesn't it just... For saltatory through. conduction, because that's faster. Again, we're going, to look, we're, we're going to look at it when we look at the propagation of nerve impulses. But okay. first, let's talk about what does it look like normally. So normally we have some sodium outside of the uh, of the axon and we have some um, potassium ions inside of the axon. Okay. There's also some uh, other negative uh, there's other negative organic anions which also aren't which are negative inside of the axon. Also remember the potassium uh, sodium potassium pump. Sort of
2: important in all biology i'm sorry my dude
1: oh no (laughs) it basically what it does it can (laughs) pump out three sodiums and two potassiums in meaning that there's always going to be more sodiums out for fewer potassiums in but why
2: because that's how it works yeah that's how the sodium potassium pump works
1: but all of this but all of this contributes to there being a charge imbalance meaning that on average There is a resting potential. The resting potential is about negative 70 millivolts. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: uh, Meaning that the inside of the axon is more negative than the outside of the axon. Okay.
0: This is what it is like normally. Yeah. Nice. Because... Wait, the inside of the axon is more negative because there is more... um, More...
1: Why is it more negative? Because there's more positive ions, the sodium ions, on the outside, and also there's uh, negative ions on the inside. Those negative ions that don't do anything during actual like uh, propagation of impulses or like they the just making are there yeah, yeah. They're to they're make it more there. negative. Yeah. Nice. Okay. So there's uh, the action potential has depolarization and repolarization.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Depolarization makes it from negative to positive. Repolarization from positive to negative. The charge inside the yes exon, okay. So the first thing, uh, the first thing that happens is that during what? Do- Depolarization. Depolarization. Ah. When it, uh, when it, when an impulse happens, basically, uh, first the amount of uh, the amount of sodium slowly increases. Where? Uh, uh, this amount of so- uh, the sodium um, inside of the uh, inside of the axon. it becomes slow the resting potential becomes a bit more positive up until the threshold potential is reached
0: mm-hmm.
1: the sh- threshold potential which is about negative 50 millivolts all of these are about um at that point the vol- flat gates open the voltage gated ion, uh, the voltage gated ion channels open the flat gates Basically, those allow uh the uh, sodium ions to, because there's a higher concentration of sodium ions on the outside than on the inside.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Those allow the uh, sodium ions to flow into the
0: axon. But I thought, um, I thought the inside already got more positive. It, it's still at negative fifty millivolts, and it and so the outside is still more positive than the inside. Exactly. Okay. Also,
2: it's not about the charge it's about the concentration of the individual ions yes Ah,
1: okay and but uh but to be fair it's also more sodium ions inside so it's relevant to that as well okay Mm -hmm. but it's still there's more sodium ions on the outside than on the inside so then the channels open more sodiums come inside exactly up until a point at about 30 uh, it reaches an action potential uh very rapidly an increase of about third 30 millivolts Mm -hmm. at that point the sodium ion channels close again and the potassium ion channels open. Because remember, there is still a higher concentration of potassium uh, on the inside of the axon on the outside. The potassium goes flooding out, causing there to be a negative, um, causing, uh, causing it to drop down back again to the negatives.
0: But what causes this opening of the channels?
1: It's uh, um, positive 30 millivolts.
0: Ah, okay.
1: Threshold. No, not the threshold, it's important, the action potential. Ah, the, the, tip, action.
0: So the, the tip of the action potential. Yeah, but, yeah. but it's the threshold. It's another so th- wait, threshold. So the this, so this first threshold at negative 50 causes the channels to open? The, the sodium. sodium. The what? The voltage-gated sodium ion channels. Okay, and then the 30
1: threshold Causes the voltage-gated sodium ion channels to close and the voltage-gated potassium ion channels to open. Uh-huh.
2: They are voltage-gated because a certain voltage opens the gate.
1: Uh, okay. Yeah. okay. Okay. But so the potassium comes rolling out. But now you might realize, shoot, we have more potassium on the outside than we do on the in. Now, like the now the ratios are off all whack. So after a repolarization, um, you might notice that it undershoots a bit. Ah, oh, yeah. At that point the uh, the pump goes in so it's not the it's not doing repolarization that it comes in uh, it's by uh, returning to the um like the resting po- uh, mm. yeah um to the resting potential it uses the sodium potassium pump to get uh, the proper concentrations on both sides again so this this drop here also causes channels to open no or? no 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 the, remember the pumps mm. they move it from an uh, they move it from an area of uh, low concentration to an area of high concentration. They so require ATP. ATP. Yeah, oh. the other is they facilitate facilitated diffusion. Ah, okay. They are just
2: holes, basically.
1: There's they a, a
0: there's a diagram of this curve yeah, okay. thingy on page H- eighty yeah. one of the study guide,
1: uh, or I believe it's page, yeah, it's it's page three hundred twenty four of the textbook. Mm-hmm. There it's specifically called an oscilloscope trace. Yeah. So. Uh, s- wow. Now, specifically, now let's talk about the myelin sheath specifically. Um, it's uh, so what happens because of it is saltatory conduction. Because you might have remembered um, that, so uh, remember because axons then it's not a separate cell; it's all the same cell. And so, if you think about it, suddenly because sodium has flooded in, there's a higher sodium concentration on the part, on that part of the axon than the part that's just da- further down the axon. Okay. And so, because it's just um, diffusion, the uh, the sodium diffuses down the axon, okay. which means and because it uh, means that more sodium will be in the next part of the axon, and meanwhile you know, on the outside, because sodium just went in on that side, mm. the so that sodium uh, the so uh, like there's a higher sodium concentration on the a- further down the axon, which will come back to the uh, to that part of the axon meaning that now further down on the axon there's an increase of sodium inside and a decrease of sodium outside meaning that threshold potential is easy the threshold potential of negative 50 millivolts to
0: open to uh, make create the action potential is more easily reached why isn't the entire axon just coated in like like the, like What's why that? do we have those those gaps in between those nodes of ranvier uh, because
1: well think about how long uh, because obviously it's easier for it to diffuse over a shorter distance than it would to,
0: to, to diffuse it's easier for the for sodium
1: it- ions to diffuse over the shorter distance than it would over like the entire axon
0: and we need the diffusion of sodium ions to do what to reach the threshold potential to make oh, create the, next the action part. potential and we need that to pass
1: on the electrical signal that tells us uh, that tells our muscles what to do. Oh. I mean, if you think about it like this, um, we uh, it's inefficient to tippy 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 uh, toe across a, 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 a like on a racetrack, track, but at the end of the day, uh, but you can't also jump the entire track. Yeah, uh, you okay. have to take large, long steps to efficiently reach your end goal. Okay, okay. Obviously, the metaphor isn't exactly perfect, but I think it should explain why some of it is um, why some of it is um insulated but not the entire thing
0: mm-hmm.
1: okay so that's the basic idea of what happens in the actual axon but now what happens between them well synaptic transmission happens between them basically um, when we get to the very end there's <laughs> presynaptic and post-synaptic neurons the presynaptic one is the one be, uh, that... Before the
2: synapse.
1: So. Yeah, the synapse is the gaps in between the two neurons. So the presynaptic one is where we just had... Between the dendrites, right? Well, not the That's dendrites. Right. Between the dendrite and the presynaptic
0: neuron. Hä? Huh? Das hier? This one is doch einfach nur das Ende hiervon, oder? The, and this one is the dendrite of the next one, right? No, they're not both dendrites.
2: This, those are not dendrites, my dude.
0: Oh, shit.
1: Well, this one shows them connecting to motor end plates. Directly. Hey, but if
0: if this were
1: connected to another neuron, like But the this, end of the neuron, isn't it the dendrite? Oh,
2: dendrite huh. is just the beginning.
1: Right. Yeah. So, ah. so the nerve impulse has just gone along the presynaptic neuron, and uh, basically, because the depolarization means that calcium ions, you know, the, those things um they diffuse uh, through channels of the, uh uh in the membrane into the neuron yes why do we need calcium because the uh, ca- uh the calcium means that vesicles that have neurotransmitter in them uh go to the presynaptic membrane and fuse with it so basically the calcium goes into the uh presynaptic neuron and uh fuses uh, and causes the uh, and basically says hey vesicles with neurotransmitters it's your time to go nice and so then the vesicles with neurotransmitters uh, fuse with the, uh, remember how exocytosis works, uh, f- uh-huh. fuse with the presynaptic membrane, causing the neurotransmitter to be released into the uh, synaptic gap, which by the way is incredibly tiny. Mm-hmm. Then this neuro, uh, then um, basically diffuses across the syn- uh, synaptic left or synaptic gap, and synapse and binds to the receptors on the other side.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, which then opens it up. Opens what up? Opens th- opens up the uh, opens up ions channels, which allow the sodium uh, which allow sodium ions to go inside and start uh, start this potential uh, this shifting potentials all over again.
0: Uh huh. So then, um, wait. Base- so wait. So the neurotransmitter comes here. It leaves the whatever this is the presynaptic neuron presynaptic neuron goes into this here the synaptic gaps then binds to the postsynaptic neur- um they binds, uh, binds to the receptors on and the then, and then the receptors make those sodium channels open yes huh wait so if wait give me an example for a neurotransmitter acetylcholine okay so acetylcholine comes and opens up sodium channels? Yes. But why? Because that uh, like it's they're basically passing a relay stick but then, onto the yeah, other person. Yeah, I know, to... but like shouldn't like a certain neurotransmitter have an effect on a certain type of behavior? Then why some are
2: inhibitory and some are excitatory. I We're know, talking yeah, about excitatory. Yeah. Okay, right
0: excit yeah, okay, whatever. But but th- if they all just open one type of like sodium channel then what this does is the very, sodium channel is, do?
2: This is very simplified.
0: Yeah. You <laughs> um, have to, you have we're
2: to, ju- just talking about an excitatory reaction here. And different neurons are going to do different things.
0: Yeah, but what what are the different things that they do? You don't need to know about that. But I'm interested. Okay.
2: So it depends on the part of the brain. This is something I just had to learn. because. Okay, we don't go know, into too much detail. Um, for example, um, in uh, the premotor cortex, uh-huh. um, uh, a neuron might be uh, planning for motor activity, like movement. Um, uh, Ah, so or... it depends
0: on the type of neuron that the that the that the sodium channel thingy here is attached to, or what?
2: Yeah, basically, or where where it is, um, uh, what it connects to, and all that stuff.
0: Uh huh. But it's
1: all about the sodium. Yeah, the sodium, the potassium, and the calcium. What does the calcium do again? The calcium is the thing that goes into the uh presynaptic, Uh, it goes into the presynaptic neuron. To call uh, to basically tell the um uh, to tell the vesicles containing the neurotransmitters that it's go time and they
0: they now need to go and how does the calcium enter this presynaptic um uh, through uh, uh yeah channels oh okay okay okay
2: do so you guys need to know anything about like brain regions or just no. is it no, just neurons just it's neurons,
0: just neurons. Uh, okay. uh,
1: specifically and the one th- uh, and after that. Uh, the neurotransmitter is broken down and removed from the synaptic cleft. The neurotransmitter
0: is broken down Speci- by what? By enzymes.
1: Yes, specifically. Fuck yeah. I mean, to be fair, this wasn't really that big yeah, of a I Yeah, I know. I know. Um, so, spe- the, in biology, the one neurotransmitter we need to know is acetylcholine, mm-hmm. which, um, for biology purposes, uh, is uh, d- is basically uh, just you, uh, used to like tell us to do things. Ah, <laughs> oh, yeah. Lit. Again, it, ha- it has a lot of functions. Like, for example, it's uh, used, I believe, for uh, memory. It's uh, one of its functions, but it's also for like movement.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it's made of choline and acetyl. Mm-hmm.
2: Damn, um, acetyl- would have thunk. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, and it's broken down by acetylcholine <laughs> biology can be so simple at times
2: no latin latin can be simple. oh yeah
1: yeah true true that um uh, yeah and then the uh, and basically then it's absorbed back in the uh, after broken down it's absorbed back into the presynaptic neuron and then it's converted back into an active neurotransmitter nice
2: but yeah our um neuropsych course was as much a latin course as a neuropsych course
1: <laughs> <laughs> so and one thing you also need to know about is neonicotinoids Basically, um, because uh, neo, uh, ne- neonicotinoids uh, are basically compounds that are similar to nicotine, and they bind to acetylcholine receptors. Um, so, when uh, certain uh, insectides are used, um, it means that uh, it means that the uh, receptors are blocked uh, because they're inhibitor. They act as inhibitors. Mm-hmm. And uh they uh, and the they bind irreversibly. Okay. So essentially it's they're So the they're d-
2: non-competitive.
1: No. I like, like they bind in the same site. Okay. I'm I
0: guess. confused. Okay.
1: But essentially you need to know they bind to the same site, the binding is irreversible, and therefore they're paralyzed and die. Wait, who does?
0: The insects you Wait, what did it? What did I miss? Insects die. Yes. Yeah, that's because what of what? Is, uh, insect- neonicotinoids. Oh, they're used as pesticides. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And if the if the insect eats that, then again, you
1: it consume uh, it consumes the neonicotinoids. Neonic- um, I don't I have no clue if I'm pronouncing that correctly, but I only need to write it. So, um, and cause uh, it causes the acetylcholine sites to be blocked. Ah, oh. so
0: is it like an inhibitor? Yes. yes.
2: She just said that.
0: Sorry, I didn't listen. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. Okay. That's kind of Why are you Apparently asking? not uh, okay. listening. Anyway. And that kills the insect. Okay. Yes. Lit. And uh, not lit, I mean uh, sad. Um, and then the obviously... I
1: mean, th- and you need to know that threshold potential... Like, uh, uh, it only has a potential when it's actually... When the threshold potential is reached. It's all or like nothing. There's, it's like nerve like impulses they're all or nothing there's not like half an impulse as far as we know we're stupid ib students okay lead. dp students basically.
2: No, this, this very much uh, persists in university
1: okay good we're we, we are stupid dp students but not but we still learn some good things okay so uh that was actually it for uh neurons and synapses so let's go on to hormones homeostasis and reproduction yay so uh for the first half of this chapter the hormones and homeostasis part it's basically just let's go through a couple of hormones and look at them so um blood glucose concentration uh the two uh the two things there are glucagon and insulin mm-hmm. Gluca- uh, they're both secreted by the pancreas uh, pancreas <laughs>
2: <Pan-quas>.
1: <laughs> the glucagon uh, by the alpha cells and the insulin by the beta cells wait again please Insulin by the what cells? By the beta cells. By the beta cells, um, specifically in the island of Langerhans. Okay, and the glucagon by the... Alpha cells. Ah. Glucagon alpha cells. Yes, which then... And the glucagon breaks down the glycogen.
2: Ah. Basically... Um, Wait, is
1: glucagon an enzyme? Like, not quite, but it's, a, it's, it's a, a, hormone. a hormone that tells that tells the cells to break down the glycogen into glucose
2: basically your if your blood sugar needs to be higher um it's uh, glucagon yeah. if it needs
1: to be lower it's insulin
2: that's why um diabetics take insulin because they can just eat something sugary if they need a higher blood sugar mm.
1: basically okay so what happens is um True. that glycogen is stored in liver uh, in the liver cells and so then the output right. alpha- glycogen yeah. glycogen because glycogen remember it's the large branched molecule glucagon breaks down glycogen no okay glucagon goes to the liver and tells the liver hey dude our blood sugar is low can you please play break down some glycogen right now
0: okay and the glycogen is broken down into glucose yes okay and
1: then beta cells um they basically uh, they they make insulin
0: mm-hmm. and
1: they uh, and when they realize shoot the blood sugar is getting very high they secrete the insulin and that, uh, meaning that, um, it, uh, it makes the glucose into the glycogen if it needs to be stored or asks the muscle. Wait, the
0: insulin store. does, well, the insulin makes the glucose into g-
2: Gluc- uh, glycogen.
0: Like, yeah. It, it stimulates, oh, a- well, first of all, it stimulates uptake
1: of glucose. Um, oh, okay. so it, it doesn't do it itself. It just tells people to do it. Like uh, that's kind of what hormones
0: do. Yeah. They,
1: ne- they are the managers. Yeah, they're like, hey, can you please do this now? Great, thanks, bye. Um, but well, I of think course, they'd that-
0: even wear the please, please. Yeah, just
1: do this now, bye. <laughs> no, so- please,
2: just just do it, bitch. Okay, and so <laughs> Otherwise that's. Otherwise, we die.
1: So let's talk about yes. diabetes. <laughs> 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 there are two <laughs> types of what diabetes, dia. Uh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> I honestly love this fat rat we're getting there we're, don't worry we're gonna be talking about the fat rat <laughs> i two. am excited
2: about the fat rat it's so fat it's an absolute unit i love it
1: jesus christ two types of diabetes type one and type two type one diabetes is when uh, it's uh, early onset also called it's when you uh, it's when a body is unable to produce sufficient insulin it's uh, uh, essentially the beta cells actually destru- uh, destroy itself by the immune system wait what the, the immune system destroys its own beta cells why it's an autoimmune disease that sounds so stupid like the thing is All, out-
2: autoimmune uh, diseases are stupid like that that's how that
0: works
1: the yeah. thing is that the, the thing the, you have to know is that like our body is so complicated the fact that we are able to do anything is a wonder it yeah. makes sense why things go wrong sometimes okay but essentially um type uh, type 1 uh, diabetes it happens in children and young adults uh, and what uh, usually happens uh, and the way it's treated is that people are usually given insulin because they can't produce their own. They uh. said they have to, uh, give it. In. Basically, what happens is that the, uh, the body fired all of its managers and now we need to get put in new managers. Do we need
0: to know how the immune system uh, um, breaks? No. No. no, 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 It's just that we just need to
2: know that it does.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Type two diabetes uh, in the meantime is that at this point, the managers have gone around so long that everyone started to ignore them.
2: Yeah, they're starting to become annoying.
1: Yeah, so basically it's it happens called... Happens
0: in people who eat a lot of sugary
1: shit. Exactly. Yeah, late, all the time. Late-onset diabetes is basically um, the ins- uh, the receptors don't respond to the insulin anymore because it's become so frequent. Uh, basically, the onset is slow and it can go unnoticed a lot. That's why sometimes people also have pre-diabetes because they might be about to develop it, but not really. And the thing is that at, uh, this usually... Ha- uh, so it usually happens when people don't have regular meals and they just can't and they're just constantly eating. Also for example, things like soda drinks can contribute to this because if over the day you're constantly always sipping on sugary drinks, then you're constantly going to have these insulin responses and eventually Plus your blood sugar has no chance to like drop again. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah. and so your body's constantly be flooding with insulin and when your manager is coming to you every five minutes to tell you to do something, eventually you're just gonna be like fuck off and <laughs> you <Sort> off, mate. <laughs> like,
2: I don't care if I get fired but <laughs> You know what? Fuck you.
1: <laughs> and...
2: Instead of getting fired, you kind of just die.
1: Instead, you kind of have to... Uh, uh, so type 2 diabetes, because you, we, you can't treat that one with insulin. You can't just inject more insulin. So oh, instead, fuck. you have to uh, start... Uh, you have to adjust your diet and your um, uh, like
0: lifestyle. So, so There's a medication
2: for it, though. So basically, I don't know what, though.
0: Hmm. Um, oh my god, I never thought about how... Type 2 can't just you can't just pump more insulin.
1: Yeah.
2: I mean, oh. I guess so I basically, was try to just put more insulin in enough people are screaming at you you might listen, but
1: <laughs> but basically but that's not going to work long term. So instead of you should try to avoid foods with high sugar content, you should try to ha- eat foods that have a low glycemic index. What you you that can mean? recover from diabetes. Basically type it two. means it means Really?
2: Yeah, yeah, you can um like you can have it and then you cannot have it when you Seriously? If you change your lifestyle, yeah.
1: Oh, basically, uh, a low glycemic index means that it's digested slowly, and so like the sugary and the starch, so you don't have as so much. So like a whole grain s- shit. Yeah, and basically. Vegetables and yeah, sure. so yeah. it's uh, so your uh, Starchy shit. Uh, so mm-hmm. it doesn't um spike as quickly. Okay. And also strenuous exercise and weight loss can also help. Um. Okay. So that was um that. Then next we have thyroxin. Thyroxin it's secreted by the thyroid gland, which is I believe.
2: Uh, Who would have thunk? <laughs>
1: In your neck somewhere. Yeah, um, and it's basically it, it controls metabolic rate. Uh, what, what what kind of rate? Metabolic rate. Ah. And for it, you need iodine. Wait for for the. Thy- Thyroxin has is made th- of iodine partially. That's oh. why
2: um uh, there is iodine and salt because there's not really any other natural. Um, How did
0: people survive before we did that?
2: They didn't very well.
0: Well, there, <laughs> there were uh, they obviously. There
2: is uh, some you, um uh, sources, but it's very like. It's not enough.
0: Huh? But shouldn't, shouldn't people then, like, historically be. Well, no, no. Like,
1: remember, like, the thing of. I believe salt, like, doesn't iodine occur also naturally in salt
0: a lot of the times? I thought salt it... was fortified with, like, iodine. But yeah, I think it, it's
2: more than it would yeah. be usually. But I think sea salt has it naturally to some extent. Yeah. I'm not sure, though.
1: But anyway, you, we don't need to know where we get the iodine from. We just need to know that it, does, it is in the thyroxine. And basically, yeah, thyroxin, it increases body temperature and it uh, means that your metabolism is higher. And it's unusual because it affects every single cell in your body. Wait, thyroxin? Wait, what? Metabolic rate is in every cell. Fuck, yeah. Energy and shit. So uh, there's a a list of um, uh, hypothyroidism, so when there's not enough thyroxin on page 332 of the textbook. But yeah, it's basically just... You have lack of energy, um, yeah, weight gain even though you have less appetite because the glucose and fat aren't being It's the thing that people
2: refer to when they say it's hormonal that they are fat. Which usually isn't the case, but for the few that whether that's actually the case, that's the reason.
0: Can you just take more can you, you just Yeah, like we had take that conversation biology
2: class after Louise asked that particular question.
0: I did too, but I don't remember Mr. Dunn's answer. So. Well, it doesn't Could, really work he...
2: after a certain uh, concentration and it has a bunch of side effects. But people did try it. Like, uh, there was a di- um, dietary trend where they did that. D- the... Speaking
1: of dietary trend to make you lose weight, leptin and obesity.
2: One second. Um... <laughs> after a certain point your body also just gets used to it and uh either metabolizes it or just doesn't react to it anymore and then you need it like the extra uh thyroxine
0: but not i mean i don't mean extra thyroxine i mean like regular amounts of thyroxine hypothyroidism you mean
2: huh if you if you have hyperthyroidism yes but if you're just if you just want to lose weight
0: well yeah no just do sports
2: yeah
1: or eat less Okay, again, yeah. speaking of losing weight, leptin on obesity. Now, <laughs> leptin is secreted by cells in adipose tissues. And what are adipose, adipose tissues? Fat, adipose, cells. fat cells. Fat cells? Yeah.
2: yeah. That's why you call um, someone who is fat, fat adipose if you want to be nice.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: you did to say that they have well, that's, that's, the med-
2: that's the that's the medical term
0: hmm. in German. Um, so adipose. basically. But then those are cells that just exist for me being fat.
2: Yes. Look. They exist for energy storage.
0: Yeah. Nice. They
1: don't just want to make you fat. <laughs> they don't They don't care about societal standards. Um, <laughs> okay. But anyway, so the leptin inhibits appetite. And so this is actually its bo- the body's own response system that the fatter you are, the less appetite you, uh, you're going to have.
2: But obviously that only works very little co- uh, if you see how many fat people there are and how much they eat
1: exactly the the, like, re- the reason for that is obviously because there's also psychological factors involved and after a while the body just becomes immune to the uh like becomes immune to the leptin it's similar to insulin where it's like you know what i don't really care mm-hmm, like okay. if you if you have a certain eating uh, if you have like a certain eating like routine and all of that like it's just yeah yeah hmm. like if you
2: suddenly gain weight you will probably have less ap- appetite um all other factors aside but yeah you know, it, but
1: uh, if it, 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 essentially it acts on the hypothalamus and is supposed to inhibit your appetite and the leptin is secreted by the cell. so let's talk about the fat rat with the leptin is secreted by the adipose cells yeah yes okay basically um they there was a uh they did something uh they found they had rats that were very obese and they um they it just
2: looked like a Google i love it
1: yeah. And they injected and they injected them with leptin, and they found that like uh, like the my, uh, rats that were injected with leptin, they all lost the weight. They were all very happy, and they were like, uh, and, and we were like, okay, let's try it in humans. Then, mm-hmm. basically, uh, uh, yeah, it said seventy three obese volunteers uh, were either injected with leptin or with a the placebo. Mm-hmm. There were a bunch of side effects, and only uh, uh, forty seven percent, forty seven patients actually completed it. Oof, what? And on average there was uh, a loss of 1.3 kilograms um (laughs) wait no never mind there was a there was an average loss uh with weight uh for the um and with yeah the patients receiving the highest dose of leptin uh yeah lost on average 7.1 kilograms of body mass Mm -hmm. while the placebo group only lost 1.3 kilograms Mm -hmm.
0: so
2: did they just go to the toilet
1: (laughs) (laughs) no this was like over a longer time but at the same time, um, the uh, the group uh, receiving the highest dose, the results varied from a loss of fifteen kilograms to a gain of five kilograms, mm-hmm. and basically, also uh, obese humans have like very high blood co- leptin concentrations, and so they often have become resistant, mm-hmm. and that, uh, and yeah, it's
2: also a like a sample size of forty three is not really representative in any fucking way that's the
1: thing and because of all of the side effects and the varying results and the small sample size they were like okay this is another thing where it works in rats doesn't work in humans which is very common actually in medical sciences they could
2: have just tried it with a bigger group
1: well again but there were other things as well so like for example the high variety in results the um well, a bunch weight. of side effects and also the mechanical evidence spoke against it because for the rats it was because they had a genetic difference that uh, stopped them from secreting leptin. That's why the rat is so fat. Meanwhile, in the uh, meanwhile, in humans, it's just that the hypothalamus has become resistant to the amount of leptin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So next, melatonin. Um, the the pineal gland uh, secretes melatonin to make circadian rhythms
2: it makes you sleepy the
1: pineal
0: gland secretes what melatonin melatonin
2: Melatonin makes you sleepy so if you're gonna um, have travel and get jet lagged you take melatonin a few hours before you go to sleep so you get naturally sleepy
1: exactly um basically the um basically it increases when uh, when you're supposed to go to sleep and it and then it decreases overnight Mm -hmm. and like it responds to light and dark
0: Mm. Okay, so that's why you shouldn't look at your phone before you go to sleep. Yeah, it's the blue yep. light. Oh. So, yeah, that's. Uh, but, uh, but and Ollie already
1: explained the jet lag and the melatonin. So, now let's talk about,
0: about. sex. Let's talk about sex, baby. Talk about you and me. Talk no. about all the good things. Okay, well, if the- sex
1: determinant males.
0: Let's
2: talk about sex. Sorry, Gene.
1: The what?
0: The sorry gene. It's Why? S-R-Y.
2: But it's called the sorry gene.
0: Why is it called
1: the sorry gene? S-R-Y. S-R-Y is present in embryo. Oh. F-6 chromosomes are... And that,
2: that's, that's what makes someone male. Exactly. The sorry gene.
1: Um, so yeah. Uh, it's
2: evolution it's and uh, the genetics already apologizing for the man <laughs> that this baby is supposed to become.
1: So yeah. And, um, the S- uh, and the S-R-Y codes for uh tdf which is uh short for testes determining factor nice huh. so basically the default is actually female and then a gene Everyone has to female. come in to make them male
0: so and all men are also women
2: no all men are technically trans men true because they stopped that started off as females and then true they,
0: that. True and that. then they
1: transitioned in the uterus <laughs> what are we talking uh, so- i guess i'm just a late blooper <laughs> testosterone um so basically testosterone uh makes both uh, cause both prenatal development of uh, male genitalia and sperm production uh, and and then during puberty it causes the development of secondary sexual characteristics such as like uh voice dropping just look at me okay (laughs) (laughs) i mean yeah uh, like think like what what
2: happened in the last one and a half years
0: yeah your voice dropped you got hairy as shit um, smells. That's, I haven't noticed that, but maybe yeah.
2: Um, uh, oh, the, you burn
0: fat more. Maybe. Yeah,
2: you Um, you build muscle easier. Um, uh, your facial shape changes a bit. Your body uh redistributes fat a little bit. Um,
0: That's just rude. I also want to be able to build muscle easily. I feel uh, discriminated against. That's sexist. <laughs>
2: I mean, I yeah, kind of. hard dare biology. <sighs> your dick grows. Um, <laughs> that's a big one. Um,
1: well, it'll become a big one.
2: <laughs> uh, f- for cis guys, your sperm production starts up.
1: Exactly. And speaking of sex determination, about other first sex determination in females. Sie
0: ist die Königin der Überleitungen.
1: Estrogen and progesterone.
0: Uh, they are so
1: they're like more female uh, female sex hormones. It cause prenatal development of female reproductive organs and then uh, secondary sexual characteristics during puberty. Like Again, if you if you're in the DP, titties. if you're in the DP, you should have gone through puberty already. Uh, probably, hopefully. hopefully. So
2: for for one of the hormones, it should be pretty easy to yeah. determine what kind of things would happen.
1: <laughs> so uh, um. you also need to be able to um, draw. Uh, draw and label the male and female reproductive organs uh basically the male reproductive system you have you have your testes that produce sperm and testosterone you have your scrotum which basically holds the uh, balls outside of the body
2: have you actually have we answered the question of why the fuck um uh, sperm would not survive or thrive at normal body temperature that seems like the most stupid thing evolution has ever thought of (laughs)
0: true Nothing because that it makes learned. it makes
2: for a very easy like evolutionary
0: one but hit. wouldn't that mean Kill. that if a woman and a man had sex and the man ejaculated inside the woman that the sperms would survive much longer Well, no, does... no no
1: there's there's uh there are other f- there are other things that cause Uh, that prevent um, uh, polysperm. I know, I
0: know, I know, obviously. But like, isn't that just one more factor that makes it harder for the sperm and thus only the survival of the fittest sperm? Right. don't think we we don't we don't okay let's uh, nothing that we learn in
1: the dp course anyway but yeah the scrotum it holds uh, it outside of the testes outside of the body because
2: Uh, sperm only survives at 35 degrees celsius for some fucking reason anyway the
1: epi uh, the epididymis uh, epididymis epididymis stores the sperm until the ejaculation the sperm duct transfers it during ejaculation i'm just reading honestly the table on page (laughs) three hundred thirty six the seminal vesicle and prostate gland make uh, secrete fluid containing alkali Uh, so basically the sperm uh, and proteins and fructose so the sperm becomes
0: semen and then the urea also doesn't that help sperm to survive the acidic um, atmosphere atmosphere (laughs) (laughs) environment (laughs) environment in the vagina yes yes and also gives it food because fructose yeah
1: and so uh, the penis penetrates the vagina for ejaculation of ser- semen near the cervix, which I think is the most unerotic description you've heard Jesus of sex. Jesus Christ, yeah. Um, and the urethra transports both the semen as well as urine if the man wants to pee. Not at the same time, obviously. That yes, is, that is literally impossible. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, if you look at the diagram, you'll see that there's, um, yeah, <laughs> uh, there's kind of a duct there where it has to close off to either one. Female.
2: it's it's like um, uh, your trachea and your uh, esophagus. esophagus if
0: you've had sex with a cis man and he wants to have he wants to go to the bathroom afterwards be prepared for him to take quite a while because it takes a while yeah anyway female reproductive
1: system you've got the ovary to produce eggs estrogen progesterone the oviduct uh it co- uh, collects the eggs and makes uh, basically allows uh, the fertilization to occur while it's going through the oviduct uh, the uterus then allows uh, for the egg to implant and to uh, for the fetus to grow. Uh, the cervix protects the fetus during uh, pregnancy, and then the vagina allows uh, stimulates the penis to cause ejaculation. The vagina stimulates the penis.
2: I mean, I mean, yeah, the penis isn't going to
1: go up to the uterus. I'm sorry, hmm.
2: except in some hentais.
0: Ew, okay, yeah, no, yeah, that's, not that's not always very
2: uh, very cringe.
0: Okay Okay. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. Love, love
1: Shush. And then the, vo- a and the vagina Also is the birth <laughs> so. canal and the vulva Protects the internal parts of the female Reproductive system Okay now time for the menstrual cycle Where there. we
0: talked about estrogen, testosterone and progesterone? Yes we have We, d- we talking have not pre- talked about progesterone We haven't talked about progesterone
2: Just Yeah because thing.
0: I'm about to <laughs> Okay How dare, you, huh?
1: How dare you Helen How dare you Helen the menstrual cycle uh, you've got your LH your FSH your progesterone and your ogesterone, ogesterone. estrogen progesterone Esteric. and estrogen the LH it's, called, it's short for luteinizing hormone and the FSH is short for follicle stimulating hormone you can mm-hmm. guess what that one does <laughs> so uh, we start at the beginning of menstruation as the um, tissue uh, the uh, tissue of the endometrium is broken down so inside the uterus uterus mm-hmm. yeah this is period period time basically what happens is that fsh is secreted mm-hmm. and uh because meaning that the follicle is stimulated to hormone <laughs> follicle what? is stimulated to develop the follicle inside the ovary yes, yes. uh-huh what uh what happened uh, at the same uh, at the same time the fsh also stimulates the follicle to secrete estrogen okay the estrogen starts to build up the endometrium mm-hmm. Then uh, the estrogen also makes uh, allows uh, the uh, FSH receptors to become uh, more active, meaning that the FSH becomes more effective. This is a positive feedback loop. Mm -hmm. You need to know kind of these terms. Yeah. However, at some point, the estrogen when the estrogen is at high levels, at that point it inhibits FSH, and instead causes a spike in the luteinizing hormone.
0: Okay.
1: The luteinizing hormone has like a sharp, sudden, sharp peak.
0: Uh, bas- uh, basically, and it's. Wait, the luteinizing hormone is secreted when the estrogen is at a very high. Yes. And then the estrogen drops? Wait, no, no, no we're not there yet. We're not there uh, yet. Okay. The L- uh, the, so, yeah, the LH. So, at this point at, w- at which we're at, the LH and the estrogen are very high. Yes. And FSH also. No, I F-
1: remember, FSH has been lowered by the estrogen. After ah. when the estrogen comes to a certain height, it starts uh, stopping the FSH. Uh, mm-hmm. FSH. So. Uh, the LH uh, Stimulates the completion of mitosis Of the oocyte, And also This st- means the follicle wall Wait, can you say it langsamer more It The LH yeah. co- uh, Causes the completion of mitosis
0: mm-hmm.
1: And um, Causes uh, And the partial digestion of the follicle wall So ovulation can occur Okay And it makes the uh, Wall of the follicle Become the, the corpus luteum
0: mm-hmm.
1: The corpus luteum Secretes estrogen mm-hmm. And progesterone Okay. After we've uh, been secreting that, um the progesterone uh, s- starts to rise. Um then uh, basically the progesterone promotes the thi- uh, because remember at this point we have our, the endometrium is quite uh, thick already. Um and the progesterone basically says at this po- uh, after uh, when the progesterone increases, it says, "Okay, shut up everyone. All of your jobs is done. Um let this uh, uh, let me do my thing." So it inhibits FSH and inhibits LH secretion. So the LH and move and <laughs>
0: And move am <I'm> progesterone.
1: <laughs> and the progesterone just ki- uh, kind of le- uh, means uh, that it's the maintaining of the endometrium uh-huh. as waiting for the waiting uh, for the zygote to come and implant itself. The zygote? You mean the egg cell? No, the zygote is the fertilized egg cell. Where's the egg cell at this point? It's uh, it's, it's, first in, it's in the oviduct. Okay. It's going through the oviduct waiting for a sperm cell to come and... Ah, the egg cell is fertilized in the oviduct, yep. not in the uterus. Yeah,
2: yes. No. Okay. The, the, the sperm have to walk a long, long way?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it has
2: to walk 500 miles.
1: <laughs> so the FSH and the LH uh, LHs, uh, are inhibited at this point. It's important to know FSH, LH, pituitary, uh, the progesterone and the estrogen are uh, from the ovary. Mm-hmm. Where is estrogen at this point? Uh, the estrogen is uh, starts to become lower again because there's nothing that's promoting the estrogen.
2: It's um, just chilling. Okay.
1: Uh, uh but if there's uh, but if the if there, no impl- inf- implantation doesn't occur, then the progesterone drops again down and at that point FSH starts to rise again and the entire thing goes again. Jesus Christ. So, um, in vitro fertilization. <laughs> Mm -hmm. basically um, in vitro fertilization is like doing uh, our test tube babies essentially Mm -hmm. what we do is that we give uh, that we give women a bunch of hormones that will stimulate that will uh, stimulate a bunch of egg cells to develop so a Mm -hmm. bunch of FSH essentially and LH um, to get uh, so uh, but although first um, the pituitary uh, the pituitary Gland is told to stop secreting FSH and LH, and instead they're injected separately. So basically, uh-huh. we're like, okay, we want we don't want any interference from the body. We're just gonna stop you. We're gonna slow you down, and then we're uh, and then we're just going to make sure that every all of the hormones are under our control. Mm-hmm. Then uh, we are go- uh, Then we're going to take out all of these things, mix them in a dish with some sperm cells, hope that uh, fertilization is uh, successful, and then we put them back into the em- uh, and then we put. Uh, those um zygotes, those embryos, back into the uterus when they're forty-eight hours old.
0: Wait, but couldn't it then be that multiple zygotes develop in the uterus? Well,
1: no, because we only put in like one egg at a time. Yeah, we only put in the fer- uh, one, fertilized one. Ah, okay. We don't just shove them all back in. You know, I mean, yeah.
2: I mean, okay. some people want that. That was the reason why one woman had eight babies. Yeah. Because yeah. They, she wanted to do that for some fucking reason. Jesus Christ. Because she only wanted to be pregnant once. But...
1: Wanted a bunch of babies. Anyway, and finally, uh, because uh, I believe our uh, teacher put it nicely by saying um, that someone, uh, uh, someone must have had William Harvey as the uncle on the D- uh, DP uh, biology course team because William Harvey again. Yeah. Um, Mm-hmm. Remember him? What he did? Something with blood. We literally talked about him yesterday. Uh, the, the double did. cycle of the blood. Yes. Um, that there. Was he the dude
0: who toured around Europe? Yes. Yes. Oh, but, oh that guy.
1: <laughs> basically, uh, the uh, Aristotle had the great uh, had his seed and soil theory. Right. Um, ah. That men have their seed and women are the soil. And the children are all thanks to the man who implants a seed in the woman, and the woman grows his seed.
0: But mm. what was his explanation for having period? Like for women having periods every well, month, you flush out the soil. Oh, right. the, the, really? The, so-
1: the soil must. Remain I mean, fertile. that that is, that is mm, the reason. Fair. That is the reason why we uh, uh have periods. It's because um uh, the endometrium needs to be renewed every month.
0: That's also stupid. Why can't it just stay?
2: We can't, but um, some other animals, like most other animals, just reabsorb it.
0: That's so smart!
2: That is so much better for resources and so much better for practicality.
0: Yeah.
1: Like, why (laughs) humans? I will. I believe there's something that means that there's a, that uh, explains why humans can't do it. But anyway, um, well, we don't we don't need to talk about them too long. But basically, William Harvey cut open some deer, and because he didn't have microscopes, he didn't see that there was actually a zygote, and thus he conclude. And so, first of all, he concluded that the seed and soil theory was wrong. But he also concluded that uh, sex is not the reason why we have babies. That's,
2: why. That's stupid. Um, has he ever met someone who has not had sex? That. The had a baby. F-
1: the fetus doth neither proceed from the seed of male or female in coition, nor yet from any commixture of that seed.
2: Why? What, what makes him come to? Like
1: he didn't. T- he basically said, "I don't know." <sighs> oh. Basically, because uh, he uh, he saw how they had sex, then he killed the deer, and right after the sex, he was like, "Well, there's nothing there." he had to always wait a few weeks until they actually started to show something and because and thus he concluded that it must be because, for a different reason hmm. so and that's... when did people think that <laughs> well like... I, I think they knew that it had something to do with having sex but they like hadn't pinned down exactly what happened yet because again they didn't have microscopes and they so didn't he then just concluded
2: on. that um uh, him having sex with his wife and his wife having a child um we're completely coincidental
1: we don't know again he just uh i mean you know what, this that's episode, the whole reason episode... to not have sex before marriage maybe he then. was like a hermit come on this this episode has been going on for too long now at this point we have had covered two subunits and it took us 50 minutes okay
2: well but we're making this more interesting
1: goodbye